Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Wednesday, so we're halfway through the week, and it's been a pretty solid day for me. I can't complain. There were there was a good Nike release today. Well, it, it wasn't crazy good, but it was good just to have one and have one that had some sort of hype behind it. So there was a Nike release, and then there were just a couple things restocking on different websites. So I was able to grab a good amount of those and and kind of get myself a good source of inventory to list whenever it comes in and just keep things rolling with my business. So it's been really good because with things slowing down right now, with people being able to go back out to stores and with people being able to go out to all these different areas and, and places of business that they can they didn't go to for the past couple months some of the items that were really hot are no longer selling as well as they were so for me that's just pivoting off of those sorts of items and finding the next thing and so I have a lot of different things that I've been trying out trying to find new items trying to find what's hot and it seems like things are just a little bit slow right now I think people are kind of getting back into the rhythm of things and with that comes the fact that some of these bigger businesses, some of these places that were shut down for a while are just kind of working their way back. And so when you have businesses that were either shut down because of COVID or just shut down because they didn't want to be operating just with the way things have been going, um, it creates a little bit of a slowdown with just reselling, especially if you're going after items that are super hyped or items that have a very quick turnaround. And so that was something that I didn't really expect as much as as it happened, but I definitely know now going forward just to keep in the back of my mind. But yeah, today was good. So at 10 o'clock today, the Jordan 6 hairs came out. And if you don't know what the hairs are, there was a movie that came out in the 90s called Space Jam. And it's very, very iconic. If you were a 90s kid, you know exactly what movie I'm talking about. It was a movie with the Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan, and it was amazing. It was it was an amazing movie, and they're doing a remake right now with LeBron, which is why I don't know when that comes out, but I, I think that that may be one of the reasons why the hairs are being re-released this year. And they were supposed to be released at the beginning of June, and then they got delayed just because Nike was shutting down some of its shipping centers, and there's just a lot of, of difficulties with shipping going on. And so... They, Nike released them today, and I was talking to somebody last night on Instagram going back and forth, and they were asking me if I was going for the hairs today, and I said I wasn't because the prices on StockX and eBay really weren't that great. When the shoes cost 190 bucks and the resale is around 240 that's really not that great. I mean, you're going to make whatever the 240 is minus the fees, minus the shipping, because it's usually going to have to be free shipping if you want to sell an item on eBay like that. And I mean, because the most of the sales are going free shipping anyways. And so just to stay competitive, you list free shipping, you list it what the current market rate is on eBay, and then you get the sale and you keep moving. And so I was looking at it and I was thinking, it's not really that much money compared to compared to some of the other releases I've been seeing, which is just something that I have to readjust myself to because when you have releases coming out like the Nike Dunk Brazils and then like the Chunky Dunkies and the there was a, I think a Yeezy release that came out that did pretty well last month, 
but I may be blanking on that one. But there's just been a couple really good releases at the end of May that kind of kind of adjusted the way I was viewing shoe releases. And they said, well, at least it's lunch money. And if you do, if you go after sneakers and stuff, lunch money's just very low profit shoes. We're talking like 20, 30, 40 bucks. 40 bucks is really the cutoff for me where if it's 40 bucks, I'm usually going to go for it. But there's just something inside of me that feels weird when I invest $190 to only make 40 bucks on a resell item. Typically, I'm trying to keep my margins at least at 50%, but I dip below 50% quite often depending on how much of an item I can get. If I can get 20, 30 of an item and I'm going to make 25% on it, but I know I'm going to make that, I'll go all in and buy all 30. But it's just for an item like that where it's a one-off, I, I generally don't do very low ROI items because it's just the returns on my investment are not going to be what I typically like them to be at 50%. And so, um, yeah, so I bought them anyway. I, I was talking to them and they said, well, at least you'll make 40 bucks. I mean, that, that seems like a, a good idea. And I was sitting there going, well, it takes maybe five minutes for me to make a listing. And then it takes a minute for me to check out the shoes. And so if I get the shoes then I just list them and I'll probably make 30 or 40 bucks on them. So I went for them. I had my girlfriend go for them because she'll go for a lot of hyped Nike releases, but she won't go for like the low the low profit ones just because she doesn't really like trying to sell those as much. So I had her go for one of those on my accounts and then I had my sister go for them. And sometimes for bigger releases, all family members go for them for me. And sometimes for smaller ones, I'll just have a couple people go. And my girlfriend ended up hitting on them. And so I listed them and, and made right around 35 bucks for listing a pair of shoes that I didn't even buy myself. And so it's just, it's crazy because I almost passed up on those and that's 35 bucks I wouldn't have had. And for me, I've become accustomed to making these huge profits over the past couple months. I've come become accustomed to shoes that are reselling for five, 10 times the amount that they, they released for just with the Chunky Dunkies just coming out and those already hitting 2K after they released for a hundred bucks last month. It's just absolutely crazy. And then I look at these pair of shoes and I'm going, well, I don't really even need those. And you know, who am I to turn away 40 bucks? If it's 40 bucks for five minutes of my time, that, that's a tremendous deal. And so, yeah, I made 35 bucks and I took me like 10 minutes. And that's a, that's a huge lesson for me to never kind of get too comfortable and always, you know, at least be scrappy a little bit. And, and that's not even scrappy. 35 bucks is, is a lot of money compared to what I started making when I was making five or 10 bucks on a coffee mug. So um, just kind of a good reminder to me to keep my eyes open and never get too comfortable with only trying to make huge flips. I notice when I only try and make huge flips or I try and get really greedy with what I'm selling. So if I'm trying to hit around the top end of the market, I end up not making as much money just because I'm selling things at a much slower rate. I end up having to return things and it's just, it becomes a problem at that point. And so yeah, when I'm selling things and I'm hitting right around what the market value of items is and I'm getting in and out of my house very quickly, I'm usually making so much more money because I'm not having to deal with not selling items or I can re-roll that money into more inventory or I can buy more of the same inventory before it sells out. That way I can reinvest that, put more of the inventory on eBay. I already have a great listing that sold maybe 10 or 15 of the item and now I just got another 10 or 15 of it in stock, maybe 20 and I list them back on eBay. They're still under the same listing and they're just selling consistently. And so those sorts of things I need to kind of keep myself doing because there's a lot of people that pass up on some of these smaller flips, including myself. 
and then you realize that you lost a huge opportunity because maybe the quantity of items you could have gotten and flipped at a small profit would have been so large that it would have really been worth it for you. But if you're only looking at one item, it's kind of hard to judge how much money you're going to make or how worth it it is based off of the profit of one item. It really depends on all these different factors that you can look at and say, hey, well, maybe I can get a ton of these and make five bucks profit on each one. It takes me very little time to pack and ship. All I'm going to have to do is buy the item and then get it in, throw it in some poly mailers or throw it in a bubble mailer. And then as it sells, I just slap a label on it and I keep it moving. And so that's something that I am trying to keep myself aware of. And those are the kind of items that I like the most. I mean, if I'm making 10, 15 bucks on something, but I can get 30 of them, that's that's ideal because then I can just package those items up really quick and keep things going and, and really not lose any time and you know make one listing it's just very quick for me so that's something that i've been thinking about a lot today is just not getting too comfortable and trying to keep myself keep myself paying attention to these things that may be smaller flips on the grand scale of things that you could sell but still decent money to make for the time that i'm putting in so there's that and then outside of that i had a couple sales today a couple pre-orders that i sold um or just, I guess, one pre-order and the other pre-order was those hairs. Um, but just trying to learn a little bit more about shoes. I, I've talked about it before, but a lot of these Jordans, they gain value over time. And I honestly probably would have bought these shoes and held them. The price was a little steep. I mean, it's not really that bad because a lot of Jordan 1s are coming out at 175 bucks right now. And 175 bucks is only 15 less than 90 or 190, which is what the hairs were today. But if I would have looked at the sevens or I didn't really pay too much attention to the ones because the Jordan sevens look a lot more like the sixes than the Jordan ones do. And the Jordan one is just an iconic shoe. So the sixes, I was kind of basing off of what the sevens did and the Jordan sevens didn't increase in value till about March of this year. And they came out in 2017. So that was kind of a huge holdup for me. I looked at, you know, it just wasn't something that seemed like it was going to go up in value very quickly compared to you know some of the shoes like the court purple jordan ones that came out two months ago that restocked literally every day for like two weeks on finish line or foot locker any of these sites and then you could have picked them up and now they're going at like 300 bucks a pop and they were 170 bucks all day and it's just the people that invested in those were so smart because now they have 20 30 pairs of them and they can just make bank on those because that's that's two grand right there they went up by 100 bucks a shoe eBay, it's free. There's no, there's no um, fees at all. And then StockX, you'll lose a little bit of money on that. But still, that's a great profit. And so that's something I want to look into, especially investing wise. It's just there is an endless amount of opportunities to invest in, whether it is sneakers, whether it's collectibles, whether it's sports cards, whether it's stocks. I mean, you you can really invest in anything if you know the market well enough and know that there is an arbitrage to be had. You could invest in winter clothes if you want during the summertime and then sell them during the winter. I mean, it's the same kind of idea. It's just a lot of people don't do that because winter clothes are kind of a pain to pack up and hold for six months. But if you have the space, you have nothing to do with it, you could do that. So it's basically just trying to make money off of knowing that your money, like I'm not going to spend all my money. That's probably not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to spend everything and, and make sure I have no money left to spend it all. Nor would I want to do that because if a huge release comes out where I can buy a ton of them, 
that just really screws me because I won't be able to buy as many as I would have if I would have saved a little bit of capital. And that was one of the biggest things I learned from the coronavirus happening where there was a couple purchases I should have made or I could have made if I had a lot of money, but I just kept rolling it into Ross and Marshall shoes, which take a significantly longer amount of time to flip. And so, yeah, there's just so much that you can learn to resell and so many different opportunities to invest in that it's really it's really up to you and what you want to know, what you want to kind of fill your mind with and, and how you want to learn to invest in it. I mean, there were toys that I was buying in in Christmas and selling for 60 bucks. I was going like 10 to 60 bucks on that are up over 180 bucks right now because they were super collectible. And nobody knew it was like the first edition of the toy and nobody knew they were going to be that hot. But now when I find the second edition, I'm definitely holding that because I know I know at least it's going to double after after the things kind of cool off. I can easily see that happening. So it's just, it's learning the market for these things. It's learning how prices fluctuate and how how different sorts of categories of items, different brands of items, different different types of items, whether like it's a sports card, whether it's autographed or not, you know, different things like that are important. And knowing how that impacts the value of an item, it can really go a long way for you. So that's something I'm going to be doing as well as really studying up on resale prices and resale markets for the items I'm trying to source now. There's a lot of items that are still fluctuating and I don't really know the resale market on them from a day-to-day basis, which I think would be helpful because if you know that, you're not taking the time like I am to look things up on eBay and make sure it's still a good buy. I would rather lose out on a bad buy than, I'd rather lose out on a good buy than, than make a terrible buy going all in on a product. And maybe that sounds wrong to you, I don't know. But to me, I, I've made enough terrible buys before where I didn't check the market of an item very well and it's just it's something that i always hate doing because it's just wasted money at that point or wasted time if i have to return all the items so that's just my little spiel um that's kind of what i've I've been thinking about a lot today trying to trying to get back to the things that i know have made me money in the past and then using what i've learned over the past couple months to really ramp things up with my business i i'm just trying to trying to make make it a a real thing rather than just this this kind of little business that it's been for so long. So that's kind of my, that's kind of what I'm working on right now. And hopefully something from that you can take and and incorporate into your business or into your method of reselling. So that being said, I'm going to go. I will let you guys get back to your Wednesday, but you guys have a good one and I will get with you tomorrow for another podcast. Peace.